Well, 12 to 15-year-olds will now be able to be given the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said she and Cabinet did not make the decision lightly, but it follows the likes of Europe and the US. So what's with the consent around all this, considering we're dealing with children? With us now is Claire Breen from the Faculty of Law at Waikato University. She's got expertise in vaccinations. Good morning to you. Good morning. What is likely to happen if parents or guardians don't want to give consent, but their children under 16 do want the jab? So um, we need to look at the Health and Disability Code here, and that provides us some guidance. And so the point, the starting point there is that everyone is assumed or presumed to be competent to make decisions, unless there are reasonable grounds for thinking otherwise. Um, And that presumption is made in relation to adults and to children. But after that, then the law gets a bit more complex, um, because there's no defined age at which a person might be regarded to be competent. Ah. And uh-huh. so then um, a health professional must be satisfied that the child or the young person understands uh, the necessity for immunization and the reasons for it and the risks and the benefits and the um, the outcomes of um, immunization and any alternatives. That could include the option of um, not having it or delaying the immunization for a little while. How likely is it that if the parent doesn't want to get the vaccine, they'll have the same view for their child? Um, I think there might still be a certain number of adults who are hesitant about getting the vaccination for themselves and for their children. So in June, um, a Ministry of Health uh, COVID survey found that there was still some hesitancy amongst caregivers vaccinating their children. And about 16% of those um, parents of 12 to 15-year-olds said that they they definitely wouldn't allow it. And that was up from 10% a couple of months um, uh, prior to that. Right. In terms of consent, what if uh, you can't get mum and dad to agree or it's a split family? I mean, you've got a wee bit of a minefield here potentially, don't you? Um, Yes, potentially. But um, I think it's uh, uh, something that health professionals would be um, dealing with. And that sort of brings me back to what professionals um, have to do. Um, so they have to make sure that the child understands um, the purpose of the vaccination and the, the pros and cons related to that. But I think more widely, um, it's really, um, I think, important that parents um, be part of the decision making. Um, so that there are benefits in terms of, I guess, trying to discuss it with the wider family if there are concerns. Right. And then is there any kind of, you know, uh, mediation type facility for people to, you know, who may be having issues? But I'm thinking particularly split families, blended families. Um, I think more widely, um, if there are concerns, I guess it's the same point, the health professional um, needs to get permission, but um, they can get permission from one parent um, and that will be enough. Um, right. And I think then, yeah, so, but then more widely, I think it's that sort of general practical approach that if there are concerns, that, uh, that the wider family is part of the discussion. But ultimately, if the child, uh, if the professional deems that the child does understand what's going on, they can administer it. Claire, thank you very much for your uh, expertise this morning. Claire Breen, Professor of Law at Waikato University.